So what I see here is that there's a lot of control, right? The elites, the powers that be, have a lot of control and they're trying to get more and more control, right? Very interesting stuff. Now, if you study history, here's one of the things that you're gonna find out about history. The cycle goes like this. You've got oppression that leads to revolution, that leads to freedom, then that leads to oppression. What's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the DNG podcast, the Driven Not Given podcast. I'm going to talk about the Great Reset. I'm going to talk about the World Economic Forum. As you guys know, this is a business channel. This is an entrepreneurship channel. And uh, the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset has to do with both, with entrepreneurship, with, you know, just really anybody, right? So these are some topics right now that are very popular. I have a lot of interest in these topics. It's a very interesting time that we're living in. So we're going to get into it. I'm going to start off with a quote that I read, I heard of probably two months ago. This lady says, welcome to 2030. I own nothing. I have no privacy and life has never been better. That's actually one of the predictions from the World Economic Forum about the Great Reset. That's another key word right now is a Great Reset. So we're going to get into it. So first and foremost, who is the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset being presented by? The main guy that's presenting this is a gentleman by the name of Klaus Schaub, right? Now, we're living in an interesting world where a lot of these people, they're not being elected. They're simply being selected by a couple of people, just a bunch of rich guys that come together. And what their claim is, is that they're putting this together to make the world a better place. That sounds great. That definitely sounds great, right? But the question is, is there more to it? So first of all, if you go to their website, worldeconomicforum.com, you will see what their plans are. Keyword, world. It's not just the World Economic Forum. We also have the WHO, the World Health Organization. We also have the World Trade Organization. We've got the World Meteorological Association. Notice how it's world, 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 like they're including it. They all seem to be pretty synced up, right? Well, for those of you guys that believe in the Bible or those of you guys that believe in the Quran, right? To my Muslim brothers and, you know, to my Christian brothers, right? Those people that believe in prophecy and things like that, when you hear of all these things, the Great Reset and the World Economic This and all of these things that they're talking about, it really does sound like a one world order. I digress. Let's get back to what we're talking about. Okay. So if you go to their website, the World Economic Forum, you will see some of their predictions. I think it's eight of them. As a matter of fact, I've got them here. The first one we mentioned right now, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy about it. They say that by 2030, you will own nothing and be happy about it. Now, let me dive into that. Just not that long ago, I was watching a video on YouTube and this guy came out and and, uh, was advertising that he's one of the best stock traders and he worked for hedge funds and some of the wealthiest people in the world. He predicted some of the biggest money-making opportunity in the world of business. But now he's doing it for the traditional guy and girl. I said, interesting, let's see how much this guy's course costs. Let's see what it is. Then he claimed that it was free, so I'm looking at it. And he did make a couple predictions that make a lot of sense, which I won't get into in detail, but one of them that he said is that by 2030, nobody's really gonna be owning a car. And now at first that took me back and I said, come on, man. And then he started getting into the numbers. He started getting into the technology of electric vehicles. And I happen to be, in the solar industry, renewable industry, I believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that electric vehicles, EVs, and solar panels are our future. There's no debating that. 
The governments are behind this. And I say governments, not only the U.S., but just in general around the world. We all know that there's now cars, especially Tesla, that has self-driven vehicles, right? You just sit down, put the destination, boom, and it takes you. And he talked about the statistics between the accidents of these cars and people driving. And it's significantly better with AI technology. I also know a lot about AI technology. And AI technology is growing by exponential growth. We are growing faster than ever before. Knowledge is increasing, which again, for those of you guys, that's a trigger word, trigger words. Knowledge is increasing. A lot of these things relate. So when I look at these things, being a Christian man from the point that I look at it, you know, they say, when you look at the news, you see what's happening. And when you look at the Bible, you know why it's happening. So anyways, I do see that technology is increasing and is going to continue to increase at rapid rates because even Elon Musk, what did he say? He said that with AI technology, we're summoning a demon. Now, what he means by that is, what I believe he means by that is, I don't think he's talking about a literal demon, but I think what he's talking about is it's going to create problems for humanity because, you know, they've had computers that, that can talk to each other. And then before you know, these computers that started, they, they, man created them, created a language. They started talking to each other. And then what happened is that they come back a couple days, a couple weeks later. And these two computers had created their own language that the creator couldn't understand. AI technology created a language that the creator, meaning man, couldn't understand. And they shut them off and I don't know what happened there in the story, but I thought that was very interesting, right? So when you look at AI technology, yes, it, a lot of these things do make sense. First of all, gas powered cars, you're gonna have to pay somebody one day to get them off your hands. You're not gonna be able to sell it, you're gonna have to pay somebody to get it off your hands. And he says, not only that, most people are not gonna be able to drive because it's gonna cost some more money to own a car than what it does. And then he mentions about how much more efficient, how much less it costs for an electric vehicle to get service. And he went through all of these numbers that made a lot of sense. He says, eventually you're going to just be able to call a car and a driverless car shows up, picks you up, takes you to your destination. And that's going to cost you an average of this much money versus cost you an average of this much money to own a car. Then he mentioned about so many less cars. Guess what's going to happen? Parking lots are not really going to be necessary. So a lot of these parking lots are going to be turned into this, but it was fascinating. So the point is this, when you look at this, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. There's a lot of things that point to that too. We start seeing right now, People aren't able to pay their mortgage. People aren't able to pay their rent and the government is helping. They're constantly talking about a universal basic income. But here's what's happening though. A lot of the small businesses, if you look at that, not only are they getting hit because they can't afford to do business the way the big businesses do it. But in addition to that, the suppliers are favoring the big businesses like the Amazons of the world and the Walmarts of the world, right? When you start to connect the dots, at least me, when I start to connect the dots, I look at this and I'm like, this doesn't seem that far-fetched. Maybe 2030 is a little bit early, in my opinion, but you never know, right? One of them is you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Here's the next one. The U.S. will not be the world's leading superpower. Interesting, right? With this administration right now, what's happening, you know, and their ties to China, for me, more now than ever before in a time where that may be the case in the near future. But anyways, this is just one of their predictions. The number three is you won't die waiting for an organ donor. They will be made with 3D printers. That sounds like a positive one, right? So interesting. It says you'll eat much less meat. Meat will be an occasional treat, not a staple for the good of the environment and our health. Are we being moved more and more to like, you know, 
products and food that's not meat. Yes, is that necessarily a bad thing? I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think being vegan is good. I'm not vegan. Sometimes I eat vegan, but I'm not vegan, right? But it's just very interesting what's happening. Then when you, when you start to study what's happening around the world to the farmers, my point is that the writing is on the wall. The next one, a billion people will be displaced by climate change. They won't have anywhere to live. I do believe in climate change, especially being in the renewable industry. Let's go down, there's two, three more. Polluters will have to pay emit carbon dioxide. There will be a global price on carbon. This will help make fossil fuels history. Driving a gas powered uh, uh, car, it's not gonna be anymore, right? The left is pushing this tremendously, right? I'm not saying I disagree with that. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, if we go to electric vehicles only, I personally think that part of this deal is a good thing. It says here, you could be preparing to go to Mars very soon. Scientists will have worked out how to keep you healthy in space. Personally, I don't believe that. I don't believe we've ever been to the moon, but that's a whole nother subject. I don't think we'll ever go. But anyways, let's keep moving. Western values will have been tested to the breaking point. Checks and balances that underpin our democracies must not be forgotten. These here are the eight predictions. You could go ahead and, and read the details of them on the World Economic Forum website. So Klaus Schaub is the guy behind this, as I mentioned. Another guy that's behind this is a, a gentleman by the name of Mark Carney. He also wrote a book called Values. Now in this book called Values, he talks about the fourth industrial revolution. When he explains the fourth industrial revolution, he's talking about the merger of human and man. And they say that at one point you will not be able to distinguish the difference between a human and a man. You know, very interesting, right? So we'll see how that plays out. But some of the things that they're saying is very sci-fi stuff. I understand the technology is advancing very, very rapidly, but there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of doubt about some of the things that they're talking about. There's a lot of conspiracy, quote unquote, conspiracy theorists, which in my opinion, this day and age, what's the difference between fact and a conspiracy theorist? It's about six months, right? If we look at a year ago, people, the quote unquote conspiracy theorists were talking about a vaccine passport. Eventually they're gonna require a vaccine passport. Well, that's not a conspiracy anymore. We're rapidly changing, right? The, the times that we're in are rapidly changing. I think that's very interesting, right? So what I see here is that there's a lot of control, right? The elites, the powers that be, have a lot of control and they're trying to get more and more control, right? Very interesting stuff. Now, if you study history, here's one of the things that you gotta find out about history. It's about a 250 year cycle when you study history. And the cycle goes like this. You've got oppression that leads to revolution, that leads to freedom, then that leads to oppression. So for example, you've got a certain group of people that want to go out there and have a little bit more control over the masses. And this happens on a small level as well. Like let's say you got a homeowners association. Let's say you got the, you know, certain groups in schools and whatnot, right? So those are very small levels, but on a government level, this also happens. So right now we are literally seeing they're pushing the envelope a little bit more and to seeing what is it that people agree with. I mean, think about it. Up until COVID, your medical history was your private information that nobody could ask you, nobody could discriminate against. Guess what? That's not the case anymore. If you look at traditional media, you're not going to see the pushback. But if you look at social media, you do see the pushback. There's a lot of people that they're pushing back towards this, right? They're pushing back. What is social media doing? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube just took out the dislike comments. If you look at a lot of the videos from the World Economic Forum, from the Great Reset, Bill Gates videos, vaccine videos and whatnot, they have a lot more, they had a lot more thumbs down than they did thumbs up. 
hey, man, I put two and two together and I realized that's obviously not good for their business. Now, what YouTube claims, though, is that they claim that that's to protect the smaller channels from not getting so many dislikes, which, in my opinion, is completely false. It's a complete lie. But anyways, right? There is a, a oppression being put. There's a lot of things that are being demanded of people that were never demanded of people before, right? So you've got that oppression that there is a revolution that's happening. But if you look at mainstream media, mainstream media is not gonna show you that revolution that's happening. It's not in their best interest. But if you look at social media that we can still post up. Now, granted, social media will, will shut you down real fast. I got put in Facebook jail, as a matter of fact, about a week ago, for a week, from one Friday to the next Friday, because I commented something that apparently wasn't in the good standards, in the, in the proper whatever that, that you know, Facebook is okay with, right? Anyways, I was in Facebook jail for a week and that, I thought that was pretty funny. But the interesting thing is that, yes, this is happening. So I believe that there is this oppression that's being pushed and the revolution is happening and usually that's what happens. And it takes about 250 years and here's the way that it works. This cycle lasts 250 years. If you look at 250 years ago from right now, what did we have? We had the American Revolution and we had the French Revolution. And I think that right now we're at the peak of a cycle. We are at the peak of centralization and the peak of globalization. But what we are also seeing is that we're at the peak of people pushing back. There's a lot of people that believed in some of these things that they were talking about and they're starting to connect the dots. A lot more people, thanks to social media, are starting to connect the dots. But one of the predictions that I have is that in the next couple of years, if you think social media right now is censored, it's gonna get censored significantly more in the next couple of years. You know, freedom of speech, you know, I, I live in America. A lot of you guys that watch this video are in America. Some of you guys are not. And everybody always knew, hey, in America, it's a free country. Freedom of speech is a very real thing. That's not the case anymore. If you look at the times that we're living in, it's very unprecedented times. And it's very interesting. To me, it's, as in, it's, it's more interesting than most movies out there. The world that we live in today could literally be a movie and it'd be very interesting. So anyways, just wanted to do this quick video. I'm gonna do a follow-up video with more details on The Great Reset on the World Economic Forum. But give me your thoughts. What do you think about The Great Reset World Economic Forum? Is it a positive thing? Is it a negative thing? I don't know, man. I'm giving you guys my opinions. I did a little bit of homework. Some of you guys know more than me. Enlighten me. Like this video, comment it. And with that being said, I appreciate you guys. I'll see you guys at the top or from the top. Take care.